Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to our very first podcast of Hope Restored on our new channel. I'm your host, Missy Dale. I am so excited to have you join me on uh, this very first podcast of Hope Restored. Um, Through this experience, that is really what it boils down to, is what this podcast is, is geared towards, is if you are lacking in hope, or if your hope has been deferred, that through this, that God would encourage your hearts and that restoration of hope would happen. I am just once again just excited to be here with you all and just excited that you would even join join me in this uh, journey that we're going to do together. A little bit about myself, I am 45 years young, I'm not going to say old, and have a beautiful marriage uh, to Jeremiah and together we have six beautiful children and uh, we just we enjoy life here in Dexter Missouri uh, we get to minister at not only the Lighthouse Church in Dexter little shout out um, but also we are both counselors at New Beginnings that is an outpatient treatment center for those that are struggling with addiction or uh, just want to um, further their sobriety. So uh, we are excited about uh, that. And um, just, again, just wanted to talk to you guys today on our very first podcast uh, about not becoming weary. The Lord has really been dealing with me um, with that word weariness. Uh, weariness goes beyond just being tired. Have you ever just been in a season where you're just tired? Um, It may not even be that you're battling a whole lot of things. It's just that you're just worn out. Um, And weariness goes beyond that. It goes beyond just just being physically drained or emotionally drained um, to the point that, you know, maybe a weekend away or maybe just some time... um, you know, just some more sleep. You just need a good night's sleep that you could be rejuvenated. Weariness goes beyond that. Um, the Bible talks about it in Galatians 6, 9. There's different translations, but it says, let us not grow weary in doing good. Or some translation says, don't become weary or don't be weary. You know, there's a difference between being tired and becoming weary, that all you see is is just uh, the negative of life. You know, you you might be going through a season where you're doing all the right things. You know, you're doing all the God things, and yet uh, you're you're becoming fatigued, and you're not taking the time that you need to rest and rejuvenate it. If we're not careful, we can become weary, where it is a, uh, a struggle. Each and every day doesn't matter what amount of sleep we get. Doesn't matter what what uh, environment we are in. We have just gotten to the place where we are weary, um, and I believe that the enemy is strategic, and he is after a distraction tool of that right there becoming weary. The other day, I was I was. Uh, 
just, I was sleeping and had a dream. And in that dream, I saw a battlefield. And on this battlefield was a lot of warriors. It was a lot of people that, um, it was just filled with warriors. And you could tell just by looking as I scan the horizon that these warriors weren't uh, ones that would normally back down. They were not ones that would normally give up. They were not ones that would shy from uh, going into to battle and trying to advance their army. Um, they were frontliners. And as I looked at them, I saw them laying down on the battlefield. And their shields uh, they that they had had arrows um, and they were uh, all over the shield. There was like hundreds of arrows on each and every warrior um, on their shield. Not a single arrow was on their person. But yet they were laying down. They were tired. And the enemy was standing over them in victory. Just standing over them, not doing anything. Just standing over them like, I've got you where I want you, that you're so tired, you're so distracted. It wasn't even that um, they were, uh, the, the salvation wasn't even in question. It was that they were no longer advancing the kingdom of God. No, they were, they were so burnt out, just burnt out, and they were just laying there. And I wonder sometimes if, if that's where you could be, um, or it's where, you know, I've been, where I've experienced a lot of trials and tribulations and stood firm and knew who my source was, knew who, uh, who had me, knew that the kingdom of God would not be shaken, knew that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, knew that this, the enemy's voice would be silent, but somewhere along the way, my eyes were no longer focused on Jesus, but was focused on the battle. And uh, there is uh, stories in the Bible that talks about that even. Um, I think of Elijah. Elijah was a mighty man of God. Um, he's talked about in uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, 19, 20. Um, we hear about him. We hear about him coming on the scene and in First uh, Kings 18, and the first thing we hear is is Elijah and who he is and where he was from and that, that he was going to pronounce a drought to the king, and that's just what he did. He pronounced it, listen, there's going to be no more rain, and how did he do that? It was through the, the direction of the Holy Spirit, through the direction of uh, God himself telling him, okay, pronounce the drought. I'm not, I'm going to shut up the heavens right now. And you see, that was because the children of God had turned their eyes off of God and put them on idols, put them on the eyes of Baal and, um, you know, the, as a majority. And so because of that, that was something that, that God has warned them of. If you, if you do this, I will shut up the windows of heaven and there would be no rain. And so he pronounced the drought. And then we see him um, go to the stream of Corinth, and God had commanded ravens to feed him. 
and he would draw from the water of the stream. And I wonder, you know, just what he felt as as birds were feeding him. I mean, come on, that's miraculous in and of itself. But I wonder what he thought when the stream started to dry up because no rain, lack of rain, you know the source of water sources were going to be uh, drying up. And the Bible goes on to say that once that stream was no longer producing um, water, that he would move on. And uh, God said that go to this village and this um, widow would be able to feed him. And um, it goes on from there. And a miraculous thing happens there where uh, the flour does not run out and the water oil would not run out. And uh, this um, widow was miraculously provided for. And then her son dies. And she's like, why'd you even come? And then Elijah raised her son um, through the power of the of, of God. And then it goes on and it says, okay, now, now you're going to say there's going to be rains going to come. And there was a showdown at the mountaintop where uh, Elijah battled against the prophets of Baal and won, had the victory. Not only had the victory, I mean, he, God showed up and showed off. You know, he had a sacrifice and the the prophets of Baal had a sacrifice and and uh, he said, OK, you know, you command your prophets, uh, you command your God of Baal to come down and to burn up this sacrifice. And of course, he couldn't do it because the God of Baal did not exist. And then it was Elijah's turn. And he like, sh- I mean, God just showed up and showed off because not only did this sacrifice did he pour he poured water on it to water was just running through it but god he called fire down from heaven and burnt up that sacrifice the sacrifice of baal and it was true and pronounced that god was god and he was the god of strength and he was the god of victory and that he does go before them and uh and so anyways, we see all that. And then he was able, Elijah um, killed the prophets of Baal. And then he said, okay, now it's time. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And uh, he prayed and prayed and he sent his servant to look to the clouds. And the servant didn't see anything. Seven times he sent him to look for a cloud. And then finally he sees a cloud the size of a man's hand. And Elijah said, let's go. It's about to rain. And he supernaturally ran down that mountain, ran 11 miles ahead and uh, got to the point. I mean, it was a miraculous thing. All that happened through Elijah how, you know, his eyes would be open to see that God was not only with him, but for him. And uh, no thing can stand against him. And how God supernaturally not only provided for him, but protected him. Supernaturally um, called down fire from heaven. He saw all of this. But the next thing we see from Elijah is he's weary. He's weary. He hears that Jezebel was going to come after him and kill him like he did the prophets of Baal. And he became scared and he ran and he left his servant behind and he went on and we find him in a cave, depressed, wanting to die, wanting to die. Do not grow 
weary, Elijah. Do not grow weary, man of God. Do not grow weary, woman of God. You see, something happens when we are battling and we're battling. We're battling the, the right way. We know that we know, but our, when our eyes are turned off of Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, that is when weariness is going to set in. That is when weariness is going to set in. When we go off and we go off by ourselves and we leave our the people around us that are there to protect through their prayers, that are there to to encourage us when we're when we're tired, when we leave them behind and we go and isolate ourselves, that is when weariness is going to come in and the enemy is there. He's waiting, he's strategic and he's waiting for the right moment to pounce. And so what do we do? What do we do in those seasons where we feel so weary? We feel so tired. We feel so worn out. The Bible says, let us not become. Let us not be weary. Let us not grow weary. You see, growing means it comes after on a through a process that if you know you're growing it's it may start as tired and then fatigue sets in and the next thing you know is weariness you see at the first sign of tiredness of fatigue that is when we've got to dig deep y'all to tell ourselves i will not grow weary in doing good i will not Grow weary in doing good because I know in due season, at the right time, at the appointed time, I shall reap if I faint not. So in that moment, we do not let ourselves to grow, to become, to be weary. That moment when we're tired, when we're fatigued, that is when we need to push. You know, that that um, acronym for push, it means pray until something happens. Pray until something happens. In those moments, we need to push. We need to pray. We need to seek after God and say, God, I'm tired right now. I'm fatigued right now, but I know that you're my source. I know that you are my strength. I know that you are a help in time of need. I know that the righteous can run into you and you are safe. You are my strong tower. I know that I can go off into the lonely place for a season, for a moment and draw strength from you when I'm tired, when I'm fatigued. I will not become weary because in the moment of tiredness and fatigue, that is when I'm going to discipline myself to push a little harder, to pray a little longer, to not get up from my prayer closet until I feel a strengthening, to call my brothers and sisters and say, y'all, I'm tired right now. I'm feeling a little fatigue. I need you to bear my burdens right now and so fulfill the law of Christ. I need you right now. That is when we need to not isolate ourselves, but we need to surround ourselves with those that are prayer warriors, not prayer warriors, warriors but warriors that we know that they're going to incede in our time of need that they're going to go on our behalf but not only that we have Jesus Christ we have Jesus Christ that is up at the right hand of the father interceding for you right now so in that moment if you're there you're tired you're fatigued push pray until something happens and then I'm going to go on a step further and say persevere to push through persevere until something happens happens to push 
push through that to say, I'm tired, but I'm going to draw strength from you, Lord. I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord because I know he has never left me or forsaken me. I know that he is right beside me. I know he goes ahead of me and he fights the battles for me. I know even in my fatigue and my tiredness that he is my source, that I am a daughter of Abraham, that I am a son of Abraham, that the promises of God are yes and amen for me. I might be tired, but I know that I can draw strength from him, that I can mount up on wings like eagle and I can soar if I wait, if I wait, if I wait on him wait for him and that waiting that trusting that believing what it does it is like you are um wrapped yourself around jesus christ when you wait and you trust on him it as is if you're braided into him it is as if those three cord strands that cannot be broken you are waiting on him but guys when we when we waver, when we take our eyes off of Jesus, when we start to look around us at the things that are going wrong and we look at it with weariness, with fatigue, with distractions, that is when we begin to un- unravel ourselves from the Lord. So right now, I just want to encourage you, my friend, if you're tired, push through, pray until something happens persevere until something happens endure endure this moment you know what even if you're just crawling through even if you're just crawling through right now i think of the woman with the issue of blood she crawled through that crowd she had persevered through that crowd she prayed through that crowd it she thought if only i would touch the hem of his garment I will be made whole. Y'all right now, if you're tired and weary, I want you to push through. If you would just touch the hem of his garment, you will be strengthened. Eyes on Jesus. He is your source. He is your hope. He is the promise keeper. He is the miracle performer. He is is the great I am. What do you have need of? He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. So today, if you're there and you're tired and you're fatigued, pray, persevere, and then get with your brothers and sisters that you know isn't going to gossip about it, but is going to take you before the throne of grace And in your time of need, just like Jesus does, takes you before the throne of grace in our time of need. We know he is our advocate. And sometimes we need our brothers and sisters to agree with us in prayer. You don't go blabbing about it to everybody, but your brothers and sisters that you know by their fruits, you know that they're going to take you before the throne of grace, that they're going to intercede on your behalf. You push, you pray through it, you persevere through it. And then I promise you, your strength will be restored, your Hope will be restored. So do not grow weary, y'all, because in due time, in the point of time, you're going to reap a harvest. You are going to reap a harvest if you faint not. 
We are not going to faint not because our God, our Savior is with us. Amen.